It's time to play Shootout with Strick. Call now, 464-5685, to take your shot against Eric Strickland. Shootout with Strick, brought to you by Buffalo Wings and Rings. Time to play the game! It is that time of the day on the block with Strickenbach, a shootout with Strick where your chance to win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings. All you have to do is beat a former NBA player in a shootout. It can't be that hard, right? Well, it has been a little bit hard. Strick's been on a winning streak lately, but we'll see if Tom can take him down today. Tom, uh, today's topic is last night's Nebraska-Indiana game. Did you get a chance to watch the game? <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm in trouble. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, you're in luck because at least the, the structure of the game is just either-or questions until the money ball. Um, so you still have a good, pretty good chance, 50-50 chance to get a few points here. Uh, but we'll start with Strick so you know what uh, number you have to get to. Sound good? All right. Sounds- All, right. Away, <laughs> All right. Here we go. Strick, are you ready? All I'm right. Ready. Three, two, one. Who led the Hoosiers in scoring last night, Trace Jackson Davis or Race Thompson? Trace Jackson Davis. That's right. One point for you. Who led the Huskers in three-point field goals last night? Lapman or Casey Tominaga? Lapman. That's correct. Who led in scoring off the bench for the Hoosiers? Jordan Geronimo or Trey Galloway? Geronimo. That's right. Who? Where was Mike Woodson's first NBA head coaching gig? Indiana or Atlanta? Ten. Atlanta. That's correct. What is Trace Jackson Davis' jersey number? Five. Twenty-three. Four. That is correct. That's all six points. And, uh, wow, that's quite – let's go with one of this. <laughs> if you get all six points, you get this. Boom shakalaka. <laughs> Yo. You are on fire. Six <laughs> points. Uh, NBA jam, baby. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Strick, uh, that's going to be hard to top. But, Tom, uh, you're going to have an opportunity at least. You're just going to – you can't miss anything, okay? Watch the game, so let's do it. <laughs> also, a reminder, Tom, uh, if you do lose the winner, the, uh, then Strick wins for the people, but you can be part of the people. So the third caller actually is going to get the Strick, uh, get the chicken if Strick does end up winning, and that includes you if you want to. So hang up really quick after you, if you do lose, and you'll have an opportunity to call back and get the chicken anyway. All right, that sounds good. All right, we'll start in three, two, one. Who led the Huskers in scoring last night, Alonzo Verge or Bryce McGowan's? That's correct. Who led the Hoosiers in assists last night? Xavier Johnson or Parker Stewart? Parker Stewart. It was actually Xavier Johnson. Who led in scoring off the bench for the Huskers? C.J. Wilcher or Trey McGowan's? C.J. It was actually McGowan's. Uh, Where was Mike Woodson's last NBA head coaching gig? New York or Detroit? Detroit. It was New York. And what is Xavier Johnson's jersey number? Xavier Johnson? Yeah, for Indiana. Oh, it's actually number zero. Uh, So you ended up with just two points. That means that Eric Strickland gets another victory. I think at least his third in a row. Uh, But hang up now, Tom. Third caller right now uh, will win $15 to Buffalo Wings and Rings on behalf of Eric Strickland. He's a man of the people. And, Tom, you could be one of those people as well. And thank you for playing today. Um, You always can uh, call back at another time and try to win. But it's difficult these days. Eric Strickland knows what he is doing. And uh, you did watch the game and covered it. So maybe that was a little bit unfair as well. Well, I mean, you still gotta, you still gotta kind of be observate, you know, have some observation in your in your game. It's the same as the when you're playing the game, you got to be able to adjust. You 
you know, Deion Sanders said, you know, you got to be able to know their trends and their their watch their feet and it's the little things that you notice about the game, not necessarily <laughs> the most observant things. Yeah, and it, that's that was pretty impressive. We've been waiting. We haven't had a perfect score yet. Um, very rarely do we even get through to the money ball, but you got all six points there, uh, so made it pretty difficult for Tom. It's going to be difficult for you to top that, um, but I believe that's at least three in a row that you've won now. So uh, flawless victory. <laughs> <laughs> we'll keep it going, though. We like to give away uh, chicken, and we thanks Buffalo Wings and Rings uh, for being a part of that. Uh, I w- did want to d- uh, jump to this, too. Uh, I saw this, and I we, we haven't been able to confirm whether this is true or not. It's just there's a report out there of a potential uh, Ben Simmons trade that was denied by the 76ers. The, Pistors, uh, the Pistons reportedly made a trade offer of Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, Kelly Olenek, and a first-round pick to the 76ers, and the 76ers denied that. Given where we are um, in the Ben Simmons sweepstakes, I mean, that, that sounds like a pretty good haul. Jeremy Grant's one of the top uh, kind of names floating out there as, as the trade light deadline approaches. And that would, that, I mean, that would, I don't know if he, that's even true because it's quite a haul, but either way, the 76ers uh, <laughs> apparently weren't interested if it were true. I would have to look at their, um, their obligations on what they have as far as their contract. Uh, times I would also look and see if they were were going to be what type of free agency they would be bringing with them. So, do you feel you have an you know opportunity to re-sign them, or if you did, what type of number you would be looking at? Because even though you're unloading the contract that Simmons has, you would have to assess whether or not you have somebody in the whims that are waiting that you would like you feel that has a similar style of play that that person does and so do you really want to take on that even though you're unloading this you know what i'm saying right now they're saving money (laughs) when you really think about it they're saving money on ben simmons right now they haven't had to pay him so it's like you know they're they're i'm I'm sure they're in a good position and they're weighing those things out you know if you get a guy that's going to be a, a, a restricted free agent you may take a chance but if he has tremendous upside as you say you know what i mean then that that's something they would have to weigh if they feel they can keep them or they feel that maybe, you know, just, just maybe seeing if Ben Simmons would want to take a buyout, a small buyout that would leave you some cap room to be able to make a move and do something as opposed to taking on more cap and, and then not having the same flexibility that you would. So I'm sure they're weighing all those things out. That's kind of crazy though, that you would think on the outside without looking into the inner workings of the deal, then, you know, you would look like you'd want to unload that that situation if you're not getting value for them. Yeah, like you said, there are some different probably goals going on without with, throughout that, and I'm sure they've had all types of offers, uh, at least uh, maybe not not actual offers, but at least floated out there and discussed as they've been trying to unload Ben Simmons. But part of the idea, uh, I, I think, at least from the outside, an idea that somebody has reported uh, might be of interest to them is to, once you get rid of Ben Simmons, is to pair them with maybe a James Harden when the next free agency uh, class kind of comes open. So maybe, like you said, maybe it's it's not so much just unloading Simmons and doing the best you can to put a team together for this upcoming season, um, but a long-term plan with Joel Embiid already in place to to pair him with a superstar and be a contender um, down the line. Because I think that sort of trade would make this team better and and maybe be able to compete a little bit in the East, it still wouldn't make them the favorite. Um, and yeah. so maybe maybe the idea is, you know, kind of more long-term thinking and, and, and wanting to have something that's a little bit more unloadable, like you said. So maybe that's part of the idea there. I just – I'm fascinated because it's about as long as I can remember – 
anybody being on the trade block, just kind of being very, you know, the 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 franchise is pretty apparent about it. Um, ben Simmons, I mean, they tried to go back to practice. It just didn't work with his teammates. Uh, they didn't kind of like the vibe going on there. So it's just very obvious that he's on the trade block, and, and still nothing has happened with the trade deadline approaching. Uh, we'll see if they get it done or not. Yeah, that, that's going to be something to look in the – in the upcoming, I mean, they, they don't have too much longer to wait. You know, yeah. the, the trade deadline's coming up and fastly approaching. So, shoot, it's it's going to be interesting to see yeah. <laughs> and, what's and, out there. <laughs> and we'll get more into our, some NBA talk later in our Hitting the Hardwood segment to round out the next hour. Um, but we'll jump into some more Husker hoops and, and kind of talk about what this team has to do to salvage hope for the future. Of course, some NFL action over the weekend, Monday Night Football last night. What matchups are we looking forward to most this weekend as well? We'll break all that down next in the next hour here on On the Block with Strickenbach on 93.7 The Ticket.